Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 143 of Better Regulate Than Never. Well, this is part three of a four-part series that I'm doing about the UMAP assessment, which if you haven't listened to any of the others, I am now certified to give and I want to make sure that you know all about it and I want to get these results and this kind of profile into your hands because it's going to do so many amazing things. So last, well, two weeks ago, we talked about the strengths. There's four parts that you're going to be assessed on. And so two weeks ago, we talked about strengths. Last week, we talked about values. And this week, we're going to talk about skills. What does that mean? And what is it like to get that information? Because I did take the UMAP myself. And part of my training was I took my information and did all the exercises with it and learned a lot of stuff about myself. And then also worked with a partner who was in my class and we worked through her, all of her pillars. So it was pretty exciting. And I'm so glad that I'm able to offer this to my clients and any new people that are coming along because it's going to be great. And I I think there's so many things I want to do with it. I think about going into schools and doing some stuff or talking to other school counselors about it. I mean, there's just so many things that I can do with this. So anyway, today is about skills. And oh, and I also wanted to let you know so that you can get these results right away. I now have a tab on my website that at the top that says UMAP assessment. And if you click on that, it will give you the options to get your results for you. So check that out, especially young people or parents, whoever is is listening, check this out. And I was even thinking, I said something to someone recently about even grandparents could gift their grandchildren with this. So, I mean, just think about all the different people out there, whether you're a young person and you need to ask your parents about it, or you're a parent or a grandparent a neighbor, an aunt or uncle, whatever. Okay, so think about this. And some of you probably haven't had this experience yet, but the older people, anyone who's tried to get a job or has a job has probably experienced this. But I was thinking about the times that I had to describe my skills on a resume or to think about how would I describe myself using skill words, because when you're getting a job, they want to know, like, what kind of skills do you have? Like, what can you do that benefit this business? And sometimes it's really hard to think about how do you describe yourself with skill words. And I remember looking at lists and trying to think, oh, I, you know, I'm pretty good at this, I'm pretty good at this, but it was just kind of a guessing game. And I'm just using like this broad list. And so What is so fun about UMAP on the skills section is you get a page of your preferred skills broken down into categories, and you get a page of your least preferred skills broken down by the same categories. And the preferred skills, of course, are the things that you like to do or you feel like you're good at and you enjoy doing them or things that just sound enjoyable that maybe you haven't ever had a chance to do yet, especially as a young person. There's a lot of skills that you just don't have any practice in. So it will show you a list of just all sorts of different skills. And then it says, do you like this? And you're good at it. Does this, 
You've never done it, but it sounds interesting. You've never done it, and it doesn't sound interesting. You are good at it, but you don't like doing it. And then, oh my gosh, I think I missed one of them. But but it, it asks you, you know, to think about those things about different tasks. And then that's how the, the assessment figures out what kind of skills do you prefer and which ones are least preferred. And least preferred are also called burnout skills. And a lot of people know what burnout is, but if you haven't worked, or I mean, some people, some students in high school are even burned out in high school. Like there's just so much homework or so many different things that you have to do that you don't like. And that same thing happens when you have a job because you may be being asked to do a lot of things, like especially they may be asking you to do a lot of things that you're good at, but you don't really like doing them. And so that can that can contribute to being burned out or not liking your job or just not feeling satisfied. So UMAP will ask you about 55 different skills, and then it'll just ask those questions. And then you just mark them however however you feel about each one of those, and then you get this list. And all 55 of them are on the list, so you can kind of see how they're categorized, but the ones that you prefer on that page and the ones that are burnout skills on the other page are highlighted so you can see which categories tend to be things that you like doing and not doing. What was interesting for me was I found out that I have a lot of preferred skills in interpersonal, like the relationships and and being talking to people and being around people. Of course, that totally makes sense for me. And I had almost all of the skills in the creative area, which again is exactly what I do with this podcast, creating the worksheets and different things that I do. I like to create in-person groups and presentations and all that stuff is so fun. And it's just what I do in this job. But what I kind of laughed at was under supervised, like the category of supervising people. I have no skills in that area (laughs) and I don't have a team right now, or I, you know, I'm a solopreneur, meaning I only work with myself. I don't have anyone else that I'm working with. So I don't have to supervise anyone but myself. So that's totally fine. But I, this business is going to get bigger and I'm going to have to start hiring a team at some point. And so it's good for me to know that supervising people is not something that I really like doing and probably I'm not good at. And what was funny, what made me laugh about it was I likened it to me as a teacher. And even when I was a counselor, when I had to go into the classroom, classroom management is terrible for me. I just, I don't want to police people. I don't want to tell people what to do. I want them to do whatever they want to do. Well, no, that's not right. (laughs) I don't want them to do whatever they want to do. I want them to just choose the right thing and do it. That's so easy, I guess. So I would think that about people that I was hiring and people that were in my business too. So Knowing that is good, not because I'm never going to have to supervise people or I can't be good at supervising people. It just means that I don't want to spend the majority of my day supervising people. And I don't. Anytime that I've had to be in that sort of setting, like as a teacher in a classroom, and I did that all the time, 
I didn't care for that because a lot of my burnout skill of supervising people, I'd be using that so much that I would just be, ugh, I don't, I don't like this. As a counselor, I didn't have to supervise people very much. So I was doing the interpersonal, talking with people, working with them and creating things for my, my students that I worked with or creating plans for them and their parents. And all that stuff is exactly what I love to do. That's why I loved doing it forever. So one of the things that could happen when I start hiring a team is that I will hire somebody to supervise people. That might be part of what I do. And, or maybe I, at least if I can't hire that many people, or I don't have the capability to do that, I would just know that I've got to figure out a way to make supervising people low on the list of things that I have to do. Another area that I have a just a few preferred skills in is managing processes and projects. And I thought, I think that's really accurate too, because I don't like details. And I think if you are managing processes and projects, just kind of like managing people, there's just a lot of pieces to it. And it just seems annoying to me. I don't want to do that at least a lot. So again, skills are, you know, when we talked about strengths, they are things that you're born with and skills are things that you can develop and you can get better at if you want to, or if it seems to be something that fits for a job that you want to do. Like for instance, creating this business, you know, when I was in education, I was doing all the things that I like to do for the most part. I mean, there were things in my job that I didn't care for care to do, but it was pretty, you know, the things that I were good at and knew how to do, I was doing those other things every day and I didn't have to learn a whole lot of new things. But starting a business when I don't know anything about business, I've had to learn so many new skills in order to have this podcast and to build a business. But I'm excited about learning those new skills and building my ability to do those things because this job is really important to me and having this business is really important. So sometimes you'll, you aren't really thinking about skills right now, but there's skills that you'll want to develop later because of something new that you want to try doing. I also had some skills in the sales area, which is so interesting to me because selling myself and selling the podcast, selling my coaching, even though I want to do it because I know how meaningful it is and how helpful it will be to you. It just always feels awkward and weird. And so I looked at what are those skills it says that are my preferred skills in the scale in the sales category, because then how can I sort of reframe how I think about sales? One of the one of the the skills in the sales area is performing. I love acting and being on stage and being a presenter of things. And so I need to start looking at my marketing, my sales of this podcast and the sales of me working with you is thinking about it as performing and being on stage, which is kind of what I'm doing, but I never think about it like that. So I thought that was really helpful for me to start thinking about how can I look at things that I don't really care to do 
from where my skills are, the preferred things that I want to do. And so one of the things you can do with that list of skills is if you are looking for a job, and I I haven't... I didn't look for jobs too much online. I mean, I had that same job for 31 years. There was no such thing as online. And I did kind of go on to some online things after I retired just to kind of see what's out there. And I didn't have the skills list until recently. But you can take your preferred skills and put them in an online search for jobs. And different jobs will come up that have those skill sets that you already have. And maybe they're jobs you've never thought about before, and you might open up whole new opportunities for you. So that could be fun to do as well. I always thought the question when we ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or what do you want to do when you grow up? is really difficult because as a young person, your knowledge of the amount of careers and jobs in the world is very small because you, I actually had kids who didn't even know what their parents did, but for the most part, you kind of understand or know the jobs that your parents or people in your family members, people that you are around, you've seen them go to work or heard them talk about work. And so you kind of know a little bit about what those jobs do. Of course, you're exposed to different jobs, like you're exposed to teaching because you go to school You're exposed to a tiny piece of what doctors do by going on to a checkup, or you might see the trash man go by, or you see the mail person come by, and you kind of see a little bit about what those jobs are about. And then TV shows jobs, though TV is not a good, or movies are not good representations of what happens in a job, but you kind of get the idea of what different people do and what it might look like. But for the most part, your knowledge of jobs and even my knowledge of jobs, even though I helped so many kids think about their career paths, is still very limited. I have to look things up too. And I have to check on what's the, what kind of education do you need for this job or what kind of skills do you need for this job? And so this is just going to give you a list of things that you can start searching You can search with the coach. You can also just search them on your own and both, which would be kind of fun for you to do. And what if you took your preferred skills list and you showed it to your parents? What if you showed it to your teachers and they were better able to understand where you're coming from? And maybe now I know a lot of skills that might not be your preferred skills happen at school and there's nothing that you can do differently about it. But what if you tend to be have to keep using something that's a burnout skill, but you could rethink it or do something different where it's part of your preferred skill list. Or how can you change and use your preferred skills to do that same task instead of the burnout skills that are not as much fun for you? So there's so many things that you could do with knowing what your preferred skills are in your burnout skills. Maybe you could even negotiate your chore list at home. Now, I'm not saying you can for sure, because you have to find out, you have to ask, but maybe you could. And maybe your siblings, if they do the UMAP, maybe they have preferred skills that are your burnout skills. And maybe they could 
enjoy doing a certain chore that you don't enjoy doing. And you could do a chore on their list maybe that they don't enjoy doing. So there's so many things that you can do with knowing what are the skills that you prefer or the ones that burn you out. Maybe you could start crafting your school day to better fit for the things that you prefer. Again, you can't change everything about it. There's certain things about school you just have to do. When I was working, well, even now I have to do things I don't want to do, but working in a, in, for someone else, you really have to do things that you don't always necessarily want to do. But how could you do those things less so that you don't just feel so angry or upset about it? And parents, are you curious about what skills are on your preferred, your child's preferred list and their burnout list? It could be a game changer for finding out how to deal with them, how to motivate them. So many things can be done with this list. So if you want this information for your child, you should, or if you're a young person and you want this information for yourself, go talk to your parents, but go to my website, go to that UMAP assessment tab, and it gives you two options to be able to get your results. So go in there, find out about it, email me, ask questions. I haven't put this on my website yet, but I have a sample profile so you can see what the whole thing would look like with just a sample person. So you can see, sometimes I don't like to purchase something or I wonder, well, what am I actually going to get with that? Now that's what these podcasts are for. I want you to like have be talked through all the different pieces so you kind of understand it, but you maybe want a visual to kind of look at and I need to get that on my website, but go ahead and go to my website where that is and decide how you are going to get your UMAP results. I have started this with some of my current clients and it has been so fun so far, like their responses to this and some of the activities that we've kind of just come up with to do to look at strengths and look at values. So I am very excited for you to hear from them too. So I have asked some of my clients if they would come on my podcast or do some things on social media with me so that you can hear exactly how it's being used and how important it is. And so be looking for those in the coming up weeks. I spent so much time of my younger life wondering what was wrong with me. And UMAP will show you what is right with you. How all the things that make you special and important are exactly the way you need to be. Talk to you soon. And so one of the things you can do with that list of skills is if you are looking for a job, and I I haven't, I didn't look for jobs too much online. I mean, I had that same job for 31 years. There was no such thing as online. And I did kind of go on to some online things after I retired just to kind of see what's out there. And I didn't have the skills list until recently, but you can take your preferred skills and put them in an online search for jobs and different jobs will come up that have those skill sets that you already have. And maybe they're jobs you've never thought about before and you might open up whole new opportunities for you. So that could be fun to do as well. 
I always thought the question when we ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up or what do you want to do when you grow up is really difficult because as a young person, your knowledge of the amount of careers and jobs in the world is very small because you, I actually had kids who didn't even know what their parents did, but for the most part, you kind of understand or know the jobs that your parents or people in your family members, people that you are around, you've seen them go to work or heard them talk about work. And so you kind of know a little bit about what those jobs do. Of course, you're exposed to different jobs, like you're exposed to teaching because you go to school You're exposed to a tiny piece of what doctors do by going on a a checkup, or you might see the trash man go by, or you see the mail person come by, and you kind of see a little bit about what those jobs are about. And then TV shows jobs, though TV is not a good, or movies are not good representations of what happens in a job, but you kind of get the idea of what different people do and what it might look like. But for the most part, your knowledge of jobs and even my knowledge of jobs, even though I helped so many kids think about their career paths, is still very limited. I have to look things up too. And I have to check on what's the, what kind of education do you need for this job or what kind of skills do you need for this job? And so this is just going to give you a list of things that you can start searching You can search with the coach. You can also just search them on your own and both, which would be kind of fun for you to do. And what if you took your preferred skills list and you showed it to your parents? What if you showed it to your teachers and they were better able to understand where you're coming from? And maybe, now I know a lot of skills that might not be your preferred skills happen at school and there's nothing that you can do differently about it. But what if you tend to be, have to keep using something that's a burnout skill, but you could rethink it or do something different where it's part of your preferred skill list. Or how can you change and use your preferred skills to do that same task instead of the burnout skills that are not as much fun for you? So there's so many things that you could do with knowing what your preferred skills are in your burnout skills. Maybe you could even negotiate your chore list at home. Now, I'm not saying you can for sure, because you have to find out, you have to ask, but maybe you could. And maybe your siblings, if they do the UMAP, maybe they have preferred skills that are your burnout skills. And maybe they could enjoy doing a certain chore that you don't enjoy doing. And you could do a chore on their list, maybe that they don't enjoy doing. So there's so many things that you can do with knowing what are the skills that you prefer or the ones that burn you out. Maybe you could start crafting your school day to better fit for the things that you prefer. Again, you can't change everything about it. There's certain things about school you just have to do. When I was working, well, even now I have to do things I don't want to do, but working in a, for someone else, you really have to do things that you don't always necessarily want to do, but how could you do those things less so that you don't just feel so angry or upset about it. And parents, are you curious about what skills are on your preferred, your child's preferred list and their burnout list? It could be a game changer for finding out how to deal with them, how to motivate them, 
So many things can be done with this list. So if you want this information for your child, you should, or if you're a young person and you want this information for yourself, go talk to your parents, but go to my website, go to that UMAP assessment tab, and it gives you two options to be able to get your results. So go in there, find out about it, email me, ask questions. I haven't put this on my website yet, but I have a sample profile so you can see what the whole thing would look like with just a sample person. So you can see, sometimes I don't like to purchase something or I wonder, well, what am I actually going to get with that? Now that's what these podcasts are for. I want you to like have be talked through all the different pieces so you kind of understand it, but you maybe want a visual to kind of look at and I need to get that on my website, but go ahead and go to my website where that is and decide how you are going to get your UMAP results. I have started this with some of my current clients and it has been so fun so far, like their responses to this and some of the activities that we've kind of just come up with to do to look at strengths and look at values. So I am very excited for you to hear from them too. So I have asked some of my clients if they would come on my podcast or do some things on social media with me so that you can hear exactly how it's being used and how important it is. And so be looking for those in the coming up weeks. I spent so much time of my younger life wondering what was wrong with me. And UMAP will show you what is right with you how all the things that make you special and important are exactly the way you need to be. Talk to you soon.